Welcome to This Week I Learned, presented by Ross Mortgage. I'm your host, Greg Arnold, on the Money Matters Radio Network. We're joined again this week by last week's guest, my brother, Jeff Arnold, from the New England Center for Children. Got a great episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about internships and first job experiences. Uh, Both my brother and I had a couple internships and job during college and then uh, transitioned right into job shortly thereafter college. Had a little different experiences, but I think it'll be interesting to talk about that. So Jeff, how are you doing today? Let's start with some nice introductions here. I'm doing great. I'm extremely happy. Uh, you know, I'm back by popular demand. The, the <laughs> nepotism continues to play. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. I appreciate you having me back on. Um, I had a lot of fun last week. We had a pretty wide ranging discussion. Um, and we are you know, instead of trying to capitalize on that success, we are throwing a 12-6 curve and we're going the other way with it. Um, but I'm excited to be here. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like this is a, a topic that I think is pretty interesting, especially uh, for people in our demographic sort of five years out of college or less. And, and I think everyone's first job really plays a pivotal role in that first internship in sort of what you ultimately decide you you want out of a job and stuff like that. So we'll start with you. You, of course, uh, graduated college last year right as the coronavirus pandemic was, I guess, really kicking off, graduated in May there. But before COVID even started uh, becoming a thing, you already had a position lined up. So, so tell us a little bit about what it was like, that transition where you started and then obviously had to make that transition to remote work right off the bat. Yeah, so I uh, started at the New England Center for Children in February, I believe it was February 10th, 2020. Um, I got the job in January. I probably started applying to jobs in November, so the tail end of the first semester um, of my senior year. Uh, in terms of the transition in COVID, it was very weird. I was in the office for four weeks, essentially working. And then we went to working from home. Now my position, um, I was in the office actually a fair amount throughout COVID, um, communicating with kind of the executive types and also just keeping kind of the finger on the pulse of the school. Um, but it it was very, that was very weird. Um, not having kind of a office, to fall back on like yeah. it's weird to like figure like who are you gonna ask questions to yeah like the guy that i'm the person i'm closest to on my team is like the big boss like a chief yeah development officer cdo jared bozan so it was it was weird um but i i think there's a lot of positives to take away from it it forced me to learn quickly um but it's you know I, saying that <laughs> i'm not sure if i could go back and do it again i probably wouldn't wish for a pandemic to start uh, a month into my first job yeah i mean i think it's it's so interesting i mean remote work that adjustment was hard for for everyone but definitely made no easier when you don't have those connections of people like you don't have that like you just said like you don't who do you ask questions to there's not that sort of like net in network within the office of people that you can yeah. rely on if you do have questions i think the one thing though that kind of benefited me is that different than these other people on my team. So everyone else on my team at work had, has been a professional for 15 to 30 years. years. So the fact that I didn't have any of these work habits of like, I go into the, like I've been going into an office every day for the last, you know, two decades. Like the fact that it was like, okay, like I was already taking classes like four days a week. I, I tried to have my college schedule, so I didn't have classes one day a week, usually Friday. Um, the fact that I was kind of already used to this, I don't know, work from, home obviously just being you know work from your dorm room or whatever like yeah. the fact that i was forced to be productive in college and like this generation has been forced to be productive on their laptops 
in classrooms, but also like in shared spaces. I don't know. I think it actually does make that transition yeah. easier because a, you don't know anything else and B you're more used to like those kind of conditions of like, you have to find a way to get stuff done in a non-traditional work environment, not in an office. So I, I do think that that was like a benefit, an unforeseen benefit for a lot of kids who graduated when I did. Yeah, and then obviously you started while you were still taking classes in your season, senior semester. So that's something we have in common. Both of us were working full-time uh, at portions during our senior year, myself uh, for that whole senior year, and then obviously you for most of that second semester. So what was that, that balance I know for me was, was pretty weird, but obviously probably even weirder for you where you had COVID school finishing up senior year of college and obviously a new job that you want to perform well at. Yeah. It was, so I was actually, I was doing three things that second semester. So I was taking classes, um, Tuesdays and Thursday. So I was, I was working for the New England Center for Children starting February 10th until I graduated, uh, Monday, Wednesday and Friday full time. And then I would work it. I would do some remote work. So at first the remote work was a little bit more challenging because like I had to find time to do it. And then once we switched to work from home and every, like all my classes got shifted online it got a lot easier. So I could, I ended up working. I think I was supposed to be working 24 hours a week, but my boss said pretty much work as much as you want to or can. So I was working more like 30, 32 yeah. hours a week. But in addition to that on Tuesday and Thursday, um, I got ahead of my classes. So I also interned, um, for Holy Cross athletics. So gotcha. uh, college of the Holy Cross in Worcester, um, Worcester's only division one athletic program, go Satyrs. Uh, so, <laughs> <Shout> out. <laughs> so I, I was also interning there. So I kind of had three things I had to be doing. Um, and that internship was, shifted to remote as well, which yeah. I, honestly, I got lucky in the sense that I would have really had to budget my time really creatively yeah. to, to get everything done to the level that I wanted to get it done. Yeah. I mean, I had, I was trying to finish off a, a pretty good academic career at assumption yeah. and also trying to put myself in a decent position, like starting a career and also make sure that like, Holy Cross, I was giving my, my full effort to yeah. because of the people who helped me get there. I feel like I owed that to them. Yeah. I mean, and you interned there in the fall, correct? So no, that, no, it was just, it was just it the was spring. Just spring. So I, I actually, I started before the second semester started. So I started like, so my job as an athletics intern was, um, athletics marketing intern to be exact. I was like doing research for different campaigns, reaching out to local businesses for kind of like marketing community relations. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then also we had to go to games and like run marketing promos yeah. there. So whether that was like giving out schedules or trying to do like a giveaway or most of the time it was finding kids to participate <laughs> in like the halftime yeah, things in, for basketball. game events. Yeah. So like that's where my time was super was going to be super hard to yeah, manage consumer. because I had to be at either basketball games and I got the lead. I was doing like lead, um, like in game like operation. Ops, I was yeah. doing in game. I was like the lead in game in games ops person for the women's lacrosse program. Um, so I don't know. It was, it was really challenging and honestly like COVID kind of saved, saved me because that would have been really hard yeah. to like, it's I, a I, lot I, I pretty much in order to get the amount of hours I had to get in, my schedule was very backloaded so that like starting in baseball season, pretty much all my Saturdays and Sundays were going to be spent at, uh, Hanover field that fit in park, whatever the, yeah, where the, the, yeah, the baseball team, I would have been, I would have been, yeah. So it would have been challenging. Um, but yeah, it was definitely weird having to balance those, those three things. Um, but again, a positive in the sense of I got some pretty wide ranging experience. That wasn't my first experience doing sports marketing. Yeah, um, but I don't know. It, it's I got a really wide range of experiences in trying in to like adapt. a short period of time. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's interesting and and obviously similar. I mean, we obviously grew up together, so there's a lot of similarities. But obviously, so for me, I was working uh, for a 
country music publication called Country Junkie Nation uh, for my entirety of my senior year. So I interned with them in the for my spring semester of my junior year, summer, and then went on full time in the fall there. And so I, I definitely understand what you're saying. That time management is crucial, but I think for me, it really helped. Once I graduated, I, I felt like the transition into full-time work outside of school was a lot easier, and it, and it was far less stressful than I know it was for a lot of my friends and, and uh, you know classmates going through something like that. Yeah, I think that what if you can do it, and obviously you have to, you have to a find a job yeah. that you're interested in doing, and b then convince them to like, hey, I like let me be a part-time employee until I graduate, Correct. which can be a tough sell depending on the industry. But I do think if you can find some, not that we're in the position to be giving people advice. However, if someone were to ask me for advice, I would say try to do that because it definitely makes it so much easier, like mentally, yeah. to go from okay, like. I'm starting and only in three days a week, I have to be on my game and professional and yeah. know, committed to my job. It definitely like the fact you can kind of ease your way into and go for me, it was three days a week to five days a week. That made the jump not, it was not daunting whatsoever where I know yeah. a lot of people it's like, shoot, I just went from, you know, I, I was going to class for three right. hours a day yeah. and then like it was my second semester senior year, and I had a job lined up or I didn't really care about school at that That's point. So like I was partying. doing yeah. exactly. So it's like, Oh God, I have to now go and be productive and everything. It, that's just, I don't know that that would be much more difficult than the way that you and I did it. And we got lucky. Um, but it, if you can do it, do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think it's so interesting that, you know, we were able to do that. We have a couple friends who did very similar things, uh, through like a co-op program or something like that. But it definitely uh, is, in my opinion, I agree with exactly what you're saying. Not that I'm giving people advice, but I definitely think it does help. Now, similarly, staying on the internship trend, another thing that obviously I think you probably more so than me just because of the, the you're closer to where I guess your internship was, but you had an intern, your first internship was in a field that you were really passionate about, um, as was mine. So that my first internship was with that country music publication. That was all I wanted to do was, you know, do content creation and stuff like that. It makes a lot of sense that we're doing this now. I mean, we were both in the, in the content game. Well, you're more so in the content game now than me, but you know, we both had internships with the things that we were really passionate about. And I think that makes, you know, a huge difference. So, so tell us a little bit about that first experience and, and, you know, what that was like getting to do something that you'd wanted to do for so long. Yeah. So, um, my first internship was with the New England, uh, Professional Golfers Association. Um, so the NEPGA, so it's the local section of, uh, the, the Professional Golfers Association, which can, should not be confused with the PGA Tour. So the PGA that I was a part of, um, is the PGA of America who runs the PGA championship as a major. Um, but also it's just the governing body and kind of central organization. It's pretty much the union of all like club pros. So people who are giving lessons and uh, folding shirts in the pro shop, like those people, um, specifically for that, I worked in the junior golf division. Um, so I was running tournaments and helping with marketing there, but yeah, I mean, golf has been a passion of mine since I was seven years old eight years old i mean I, I was actually thinking about it uh like a couple of weeks ago we're coming up on 15 years of like my first distinct memory of watching golf it was the second round of the 2006 british open tiger hold a, like a <laughs> six iron so point being like it's always been it's been a passion of mine for a while so working in that was something i was really excited for um and i don't know about you in your experience um but i i'm happy that i did not at least in my early career, I'm happy I did not go into that passion and almost like my hobby as my job. Yeah. I'm I mean, happy that there's a separation there. Yeah. I, I mean, like, that was one of the 
biggest concerns for me. So like similar to you, I mean, country music was, or it still is my favorite type of music, but it was, it was a passion. I mean, I was going to concerts all the time. It was a huge part of like who I was as a person. And so when I got the opportunity to, you know, work in the industry, it was obviously a dream come true, especially at 20 years old. You know, it's something that you never really think. I mean, even go back like a year and a half prior to when I started, I never really thought that I would be in that position. But then obviously when I graduated, unlike you, so I did go into work for that company full time. And, and it definitely took a lot of the passion or love that I had for, you know, the, you know, going to con, it sounds silly, but like going to concerts or like listening to music was something that made me, you know, really happy. And it definitely lost some of that passion because you're just listening. For me, I was listening or consuming and creating content surrounding this pretty niche uh, subject there for 40 hours a week. And it, it definitely caused some burnout pretty qu- lot quickly, a lot more quickly than I would have thought. I mean, for me, it was probably like two years before uh, I wanted pretty much nothing to do with the scene anymore. Yeah, I think that when you go into something like that, unless you like, there's another level of passion that I don't think you or I have about in your case, country music, in my case, golf, unless you're at this other like unworldly level, the second that your hobby becomes like almost like, so if you're listening to music, right in your case, and you become hyper aware of the fact that like, Oh, like this means something in a business sense. Like I'm not just Correct. listening to a song cause I care about, I'm not just at a concert cause I enjoy going to a concert. I'm looking at this from a business sense and I'm trying to get like a takeaway, almost like it's forcing you to think about it too much. Yeah, You, and, you lose the love, like yeah, you lose the happiness yeah. that's derived. And, and like a lot of the happiness can be still be derived from that kind of like thought process. Like I think for me with golf, like I, the way I think about golf is probably different than 99.9 repeating percentage yeah. of people. Just like I think about it a lot, but I think about it a lot because now, because I really enjoy it, not because I have to. And the second you have to start making these, like the second you have to start distilling the enjoyment of it into like a takeaway or, or a deliverable essentially that gets really challenging. Um, I don't know that that was, that was how it was for me. And also like to go back to what we talked about last week where, um, with my thesis about golf courses, like it was the same thing. Like I'd be listening to a podcast about golf and I realized at some point I was like, God, like, I feel like I should be taking notes like all the time. Yeah. And that stinks because this is something I used to do to decompress. And it's similar with music. Like I know with you with music, you would listen to something, go to a concert, take pictures, whatever you're doing. And you, you, I don't know. You were just, you were never like in the moment almost. You had to like, you had to be looking at it as like, what am I going to make? Yeah. How do I turn this into a piece of content? I mean, one of the most eye opening experiences for me, I think about, I mean, not so much anymore, but I thought about it a lot when I sort of got out of that industry was I remember I was at a new year's Eve party, um, probably that senior year of, of college. And, and I don't remember who was playing, but some artist was performing and I, I blogged it at a new year's Eve party. And I, and I remember thinking like, did I have to blog it? Probably not. But you, just like you're saying, you feel this overarching like need to create content anytime you see something, because that is what you're, you know, for me, that is what I was being paid to do and, you know, had a quota to meet and whatnot. And so, yeah, it was really tough to go from, and it took me a lot less time than I, or it took me a lot more time than I think it took you. I mean, it took, I, I was really, I mean, if you take something that I was super passionate about for probably six to eight years, and then it probably took me almost two years to really get back into, you know, where I am or was before in terms of really, you know, loving that and loving it again. But I feel like your bounce back was a little quicker. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is, it's not a one-to-one. I mean, you were creating I was doing content. it for a lot longer. Too. Yeah, yeah. You're doing well. And like, 
you were creating content and I was in the case of my internship, I was just around golf a lot. Yeah. And I really, so with you, I feel like you started listening to a lot less of the music in your free time, essentially like, or stop going to concerts. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So my version of that was that like I was running tournaments at like pretty cool golf courses or like, even if it wasn't like, we didn't have to pay to play golf. We could easily yeah, just, just go out yeah, and play after to the because, concerts. It's yeah, like I wasn't paying to do anything. Yeah. But but I like got to the point where I didn't want to play. I was like, I've been yeah. at a golf course since five in the morning. I don't need to be here any longer. And that's I guess that's like where yeah, it's yeah. in comparison is like it impacted both of our personal enjoyments of it. But I think and we're gonna talk about this in the next segment, I believe. Um, we definitely took a lot away from that and that helped us to get to where we both are in terms of having a career that is not really perfectly in line with that. Yeah. And that really leads into exactly what I was going to do, which is tease the next segment, but we're going to talk a little bit more about how that internship experience transitioned into our first jobs, your first job now. And and I guess it's not my first job here, but my position here at Ross Mortgage Company. So Again, as we come to the break here, we want to thank everyone for listening so far. We'll be right back after the break. Again, this is This Week I Learned with me, Greg Arnold, presented by Ross Mortgage Company on the Money Matters Radio Network. We'll be right back. 